This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I appreciate you for listening today because I know many of us have busy, busy lives and we must carefully choose to what and with whom we will spend our most valuable commodity, time. Time is that irreplaceable waiting factor that none of us can live without. Of course, we are forced to wait for time. If we wait long enough, time comes for whatever we may be anticipating. But the same time for which we wait, waits for no one. God's word has advised in the third chapter of Ecclesiastes, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. You see, God is a God of decency and order, and he has allotted a time and a season for all things. With that being said, I have to impress upon you today. We are living in perilous times, yet for the past two weeks, I have experienced a personal silence. And in my quiet time, I heard the words, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For those who listen, just last week, I was silenced for hours as I sat still awaiting my flight and five to six hours of a detour with no one, no one with whom I was familiar to communicate. I sat still, prayed, listened, and gained greater understandings from God and his awesome word. I was out of school on both Friday and Monday, again listening and really hearing God. I returned to school on Tuesday of last week and again on Wednesday when I suffered a fall that left me with a concussion, something I had never, ever experienced before Wednesday, November 3rd at about 4 o'clock p.m. I was forced to be quiet and ultimately be still. No worries. God is still good. But again, I was forced to be still, to keep quiet. A time that I spent praying and listening. There is such clarity to be gained when we steady ourselves. So after laying down for the better portion of Thursday and more rest on Friday, I can hear very clearly, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Now, while many know that verse very well, many have no clue to what that verse from Exodus referred. 
You see, Moses had led the children of Israel out of Egyptian captivity. And Pharaoh had some 600 in hot pursuit of the children of Israel. You must understand when slaves escape or flee from slave owners, it is a sign of disobedience and utter disrespect and is not taken lightly. Now the children of Israel were afraid and so worried about being certainly caught, so much so that they suggested to Moses that he should have left them serving Pharaoh in Egypt rather than their dying in the wilderness. But God's word came to Moses who said, Fear not, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. At Exodus 14 and 10, And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt this with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you this day. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cry thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Well, God's people went forward reluctantly, fussing and not realizing that God was with them. But God ordered Moses to use his raised rod to part the sea. God's people walked through dry land where there had been water just a few moments ago. And when some 600 Egyptians entered that same area where dry land existed for the children of Israel, God allowed the waters to slam back into place, destroying, even drowning all 600 of Pharaoh's army. All that the children of Israel had to do was stand still and trust God and he would fight their battle. Now, when that sounds much easier said than done, I want you to stop what you are doing and give your undivided attention to reading and really paying close attention than meditating on Exodus 14th chapter just for confirmation. I can tell you it made me happy. Yes, I had to praise God for this word as I have had so much going on that I find myself wondering and at times worrying about what will come next. God's word has warned us. Worry not for how things will work out or what we will eat, not even what we will wear. As it is he who takes care of every living thing, every living creature, and he will take care of us. 
for he cares for every sea creature, every fowl. And if his eye is on the sparrow, it's a little dull bird. I know he watches me. Now for my brothers and sisters who are led by the spirit of the Lord, these actions must be a practice, a way of life. As I was turning pages on Thursday, I came across some words that hit home. While I am unsure of their origin, I am certain the author could not be more accurate. It read, the Holy Ghost doesn't just make you dance and speak in tongues. He also makes you shut up, apologize, and examine yourself. I need my people, God's people, to understand the Holy Ghost is complete, so he does not just put a dance in your feet or tongues of fire on your lips but on the flip side he corrects quiets begs pardons and self-checks just to ensure orderly compliance with the Holy Ghost all words that bring me back to a time to keep silence and a time to speak now I need us to understand to be still and see the salvation of the Lord requires our undivided attention. Someone is wondering, why do we have to stand still in order to see God's salvation? This is the part of God's word that requires your undivided attention, your faith, and definitely your patience. A wait and see attitude. Of course, after we get into the good practice of waiting and seeing, seeing God, We move into the posture of waiting and knowing, knowing that God is in control, knowing that God will come through every time, knowing that God is God and God will be God all by himself, knowing that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Knowing that God will take care of us no matter what it all looks like or who is against us. Just as my last two weeks, God allowed me to be placed in a position in which I had to be still. No one with whom to really chat, nowhere to go. When I was laid out on Wednesday, my time was spent searching myself and I had to address the Lord. Found myself studying the scriptures. You see, the Be still, a time of quiet reflection and listening to the still small voice of God. If you listen with undivided attention, that still small voice will speak to you. At times we have too much noise. We are too busy with too many things going on that our noise levels, even if only in our heads, overshadows the voice of God as he does not scream and shout. So getting quiet becomes a necessity. When we so rapidly rush around, our minds are crowded and occupied with an agenda. And with such divided attention, we tend to miss or overlook the voice of God. On the other hand, the children of Israel were so busy fussing, figuring, and leaning unto their own understanding based on what they saw and thought they knew, that they just believed with fearful hearts they would be better off staying and working for the Egyptians 
than escaping with Moses while being pursued by 600 of Pharaoh's ruthless troops. But God said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Now, standing still to see speaks to using more than just the sense of seeing, but feeling, hearing, understanding fully the power of God. Again, giving your undivided attention to God awakens every sensory detail. So there is a full intake of God's power. His word to the children of Israel, fear not, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I am certain after walking through dry land at the very spot where Pharaoh's army was met with the sound of crashing, slamming waters, seeing the men overtaken and drowned by God's power, feelings of being vindicated and saved by nothing less than the omnipotent hand of God must have been awesome. Just as it is overwhelming when God brings us through matters and situations that are so profound, so amazing that we know right away that only a sovereign God, Elohim, could have done it. Nobody but the Lord brought me through. In the words of the late prophetic Martin Luther King Jr., mine eyes have seen the glory. Why or how? Because they stood still maybe even reluctantly, but saw the salvation of the Lord up close and personal. Nobody could have done it but the Lord. If it had not been for the Lord who was on their side, they would have surely perished. But God, yes, Moses obeyed and raised his rod, but God gave the clear directions and it was God who performed the miracle. He had promised that the children of Israel would not see those Egyptian soldiers again, and God kept his word. Today I want to impress upon you, fear not, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Yes, it may seem difficult, but we have got to be still, be obedient, have faith, patience, and anticipate God's hand in and on the matter. Remember his word has said his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So he awaits and hears our cry when the cares of this life become too much for our weak physical human structure. He promised never to leave nor forsake us. So have no fear, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I am certain the children of Israel must have frozen in fear with hearts beating more loudly than bass drums when they saw 600 Egyptian soldiers entering the spot of ground where each of them had walked through on dry land. Each must have known that they would be blessed if the soldiers allowed them to live and simply take them back to continue serving Pharaoh and the Egyptians. Surely, Fear must have paralyzed them in anticipation of what deadly, vengeful actions the soldiers would take against them. But God would slam the waiting waves directly into Pharaoh's army. Not one of the children of Israel had to run or fight. God said, hold your peace and he would fight your battle. 
So will you hold your peace today? As hard as it is, do not argue, fuss, or fight, and watch God work in your favor. Today, today is that time to keep silent so that God will fight and win your battle. In Psalm 46, chapter in the 10th verse, he says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Psalm 37, chapter and 7th verse says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. In Psalm 62 and 5, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. In Job 6 chapter in the 24th verse, Teach me and I will be silent. Make me understand how I have gone astray. In Psalm the 131st chapter and the second verse, But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. According to Isaiah, the 32nd chapter and the 17th verse, and the effect of righteousness will be peace and the result of righteousness, quietness and trust forever. Essentially, the words be still derived from the Hebrew word Rapha, which means to be weak, to let go, to release. Actually, it means surrender, to be untroubled and trust God will do what he says. Now, I understand that this is so difficult because many of us really believe we are managing and controlling something. But God has all the controlling power in his hands. We have grown too accustomed, have gotten too comfortable with aggressively stating our case and hoping that someone agrees with us, fighting, growing tense in a defensive posture. But God said, I've got this. So hold your peace. Fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. God's word has said, fear not, stand still. He knows just what to do, especially when problems and the cares of life distress and challenge you. A time to be quiet, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Quiet faith and patience, all clear indications to disregard we cannot afford. Learn to hold your peace, be still and see God's mighty hand. He promised to fight your battle today, knows you're doing the best you can. To everything there is a season and certainly an appointed time. But for the past two weeks, t'was stress that brought me peace of mind. Said his strength is made perfectly perfect in the places we are weak. His word has said the earth would be the inheritance of the meek. Thought I had some kind of control. To manage my own affairs Found myself upset and calling on the Lord To cast concerns and cares One week I ended up sitting five hours stuck In an area I had not planned Learned right away I have no power, no say All is in God's capable hands This past week I took a fall Can't even explain Landed flat out 
on my back. Realize that I deceived myself. Without God, even balance I'd lacked. If God does not keep and hold me up or make a way for us, the way would not be made. But be not afraid. In him, put all your trust. I wanted to share with you this week the wisdom that I have heard. Be still, my friends, and know that he is God. This is his holy word. To be still means to be silent. In Hebrew translation, be weak. We must calm and quiet ourselves today. In our silence, he will speak. The time has come to be quiet. Let God be God. He'll lead. Just hold your peace. God promised to fight all battles. Provide our every need. Too much has happened, far too many matters that surpass our limited control. But cast all your cares, give him all your affairs. He promised rest for weary souls. Jehovah Rapha will heal your body for real. Jehovah Jireh will provide your heart's desire. Be still and always pray both night and day so God's favor will not waver but keep you uplifted encouraged and inspired well family this is number 80 of faith family and fundamentals with friend i want you to learn to be still and see the salvation of the lord to be still was derived from the hebrew word rafa which means to be weak to let go to release essentially it means to surrender Now, some associate surrendering with being a loser or a quitter. But with God, being still takes on a more spiritual posture. Remember, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. If my quitting affords me the Savior's divine protection, provision, and direction, I am more than willing to let go and let God be God. If I am a loser in God's will, his word and his way win, then I will be still under the almighty hand of God so that in my losing, I continue to win and win and win. After all, to be a punk in the eyes of others, just because I choose to allow God to be my refuge, my all-powerful tower, an invincible hiding place, then call me a blessed punk. Because the power of God would make me a winner indeed, even more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. In our current state of affairs, as we are living in perilous times, I am willing to have my life hidden with God. According to the 46th chapter of Psalm, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. 
He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Stop and subject every situation, every matter under the mighty hand of God. Be still means to stop striving, stop fighting, relax. It also means to put your hands down. Sometimes we put our hands up to defend ourselves from all that life can bring our way, but God wants us to allow him to be our protection, our leadership, our God, our mouthpiece, our fist, our strength and defense. God being for us is greater than the whole world against us. There is no greater defense nor power more capable than the omnipotence of our God. I urge you today, be still. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Be still and know that He is God. At the point in which you be still, you decrease and God will increase. I pray for each of you that God's omnipotence, his blessings, favor, grace, and mercy rule, rest, and abide with you as you master being still. God bless each of you. On a separate note, I want to wish my beautiful meek sister, Valencia Lynette Chisholm, we call her Lynn, a happy, happy 51st birthday, a sweet, peaceful Scorpio. Her birthday was November 10th. She is my younger sister who used to cry at daycare to come into my classroom, of course, with the older children, because she wanted to stay close to her big sister with whom she was familiar. Mom would have us dressed alike, like twins. Please be sure to write on her timeline and help me wish her a happy birthday. Blessings to you, Lynn, and many, many more. I love you, sis. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.